Would anybody like some honey? I'm good. I have uh, clover, sunflower, orange blossom, eucalyptus, and macadamia and mimosa. I'm interested. Macadamia sounds delightful. That's from the United States. It was my least favorite. Oh, really? The mimosa honey was good, as was the orange blossom and sunflower. Oh, sounds delightful. Well, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Oh, okay. Hey, welcome to the morning after on Tipsy Terror. Hey, hey, the morning after. It's a us. It's, it's a me. Terror. It's a me. I'm back. <laughs> Lauren is back to talk about Sinister, our last episode. For the morning uh-huh. after. For the yeah. morning after, where we got really drunk. <laughs> oh my god. We, I would like to formally apologize to our listeners for uh, that episode. Jesus. Um, you know what, though? It was better than I thought it would be, but we were not... Great. By the time we were recording that episode yeah. that night, we were so. Although drunk. I do stand by my statement that I want every podcast to be started off by Harish that drunk <laughs> trying to make a cohesive beginning to a podcast. I want that before everything. I apologize for my low energy performance, as I had found out five minutes before recording that this bitch from my high school was talking shit, and I have not let you it were go. Feeling yeah. it. I almost cried. <laughs> I, I was drunk and emotional. Because you right. had been drunk for how many hours? Like a hundred. I had been drinking all day, and I found out this girl I thought was a nice person <laughs> was talking shit about me at a party I didn't go to. Thanks, right. Quinn. <laughs> no, it wasn't Quinn. It was Adam texting me. Oh, it was Adam. But he was really nice. He was like, this girl's made a bitch. <laughs> I was like, okay. Wow, so, I so just, clearly, I just thought Quinn would be a better on. friend and tell you. No, Quinn wasn't there. Oh, yeah, he split his pants. He, like, ripped his pants <laughs> and had to go home. And then it all happened after that. <laughs> that was a bad night for literally everyone, apparently. <laughs> everyone was... We, we all should have went to bed at 8 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> but instead we watched Sinister, so... Right. And it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Can we just leave a space to listen to Molly scream again? Supercut of the screen. Yeah, Harishi did me dirty. <laughs> I think actually, like the way I edited this episode was like I the edits were a lot more comedic. Yeah, you made fun of me with my own sound effect. <laughs> Just had I a beep. <laughs> you said to fill some space. That was, that was live in studio. <laughs> had to fill some space because all of us were so drunk, nobody could remember any words to say, and we were all just staring. Because I I forgot my sound effect. Almost immediately. Mere moments after I said it. That was literally, like, being there live watching you do that. I was like, Lauren just said beep beep. <laughs> I don't know how she did it. It's so funny, though. It literally, I, it left my mind completely, and I went to buzz in. I was like, 
I don't know how. <laughs> a buzz buzz? A buzz buzz? A bing bing? <laughs> I, I knew the general direction of what I was going, but... Yeah. Couldn't right. find it. Okay, so for the movie, who who was the f- the first time viewer? Anybody? Molly? Me, it was me. You and you two? We and so Hirsch and I had. So I kinda wanna focus on for you guys how we talk about um, how this movie stayed with you and stuff for you guys talk about, you know, what are your thoughts still like? How much did you retain? What are your feelings? Um when I listened to the episode back, there was definitely scenes that I had forgot happened. Really? And I was impressed with myself for remembering them during the recap. <laughs> Even though it was literally right after we watched the movie. But I was, like, listening to it, I'm like, I forgot that that happened. But yeah. as a general film, it definitely has, I don't know, I feel like it stuck with me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can think about it every once in a while. It doesn't help that I just re-listened to the episode. Yeah. Now I just right. put it back in there. Oh, I'm the worst. I have not listened to this episode yet. But <laughs> Molly. Um, I was sitting next to one of my friends on a plane back from Sundance, and he was listening to it right in front of me. It's Quinn, Sun- by the way. <laughs> Sundance <laughs> counter? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Number one. Oh, I went to Sundance. I've never heard of it. <laughs> I hate myself. Molly's this flexing. Is, Get your hat. so much. We already yeah, have... where's your Sundance hat? Can we please cut this out? <laughs> No, um, but he stopped me and made me listen to a super cut of my screams. <laughs> so I guess that's my takeaway, is that I scream like Fozzie Bear. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I remember parts of this movie, I, but um, I think the most memorable part from the episode is when Sam said he looks like he's wearing a Slipknot mask. <laughs> and um, that's a very accurate statement. Also, um, I remember the one scene I really liked. Where, and I, it's, and this is still, like, a grievance I have with this movie. It should have done more of this instead of, like, cheap scares. Where, um, he's just sitting and looking at footage on his computer. Oh. And you see Bagul, like, move yeah. on his computer, but he doesn't see it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think they should have done more of that. Because right. that was the most, I think, honestly, the scary, like, despite all the jump scares that, like, are supposed to scare you, yeah. I think that was the scariest part of the movie. We talked about that a lot, actually, in the episode, and, um how that part was actually, I remember it being in the trailer, and, like, it's a shame because it got set up as, like, that's going to be more because the whole thing with Bagul is that he exists within the images, and it's, like, it would have been so satisfying to get to see him spying on this family a little more within his own realm, and you only get this one instance of it, and it's so, like, frightening to watch, and, I mean, clearly, if that's, like, what you've been still thinking about, like, it just shows they should have gone for more of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. The one thing that reminds me of is um, on Doctor Who, there are these monsters called the Weeping Angels. Yeah. Where they only move when someone's not looking at them. So, like, the in the first... So, so like, red light, green light situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> red light, green exactly. light. Um, um, it, yeah, so in the first episode, they show up. They don't move at all, because, like, every time they, they treat the camera itself as, like... A person viewing, yeah. So like, they never move on screen, but like anytime like it like blacks out or the lights turn off, they they like appear in a different spot because they've moved while the lights were flashing and they move really fast. Um, But like, there's a later episode where one of the characters they stop doing the camera thing, um, and one of the characters like walks out and like like she she has to close her eyes. I don't remember what happened, why, why, but for some reason her eyes are closed and she can't see them, but 
they're frozen as if she can see them, and then they realize that she can't see them, and they start to slowly turn, and it's super creepy. Yeah. Um, and it's just like in the that one scene of Bagul turning to look at Ethan Hawke. Um, it's something else. Like I'm just kind of now thinking of um, the movie Velvet Buzzsaw that just came out. Um, like spoiler alert! I don't know if you haven't seen. Like some of the paintings move. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, and like specifically more in the beginning part, mm-hmm. it reminds me of that. Like there's this one. It's like a man. And his, like, face is looking straight forward, and then it cuts to this woman, like, doing something. And then it cuts back to the painting, and you see that his eyes have shifted to look, like, where she is. Yeah. And, um, there's this other scene where you actually see, like, the face of a painting change. Mm-hmm. So it's stuff kind of like kind of like that, um, where it's, like, a little bit eerie, and it's, like, setting up for some spooks, but... Yeah. yeah. So, returning to... Jump scares. Oh. <laughs> like, the morning after jump scare debate part two. <laughs> well, electric boogaloo. Elec- electric Mr. Boogaloo. I like. <laughs> 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 I want everyone to know that um, a couple of days shortly after we recorded the episode, um, we got to talking about it again in the group chat <laughs> for this episode, and I actually Googled. It was like when I was listening to the episode when it initially got released or, or whatever, I googled jump scares to find the definition to compare about what we were saying. And the definition is almost like a good like medium of everything that everyone was debating. But I want it known that the image of what was you like the used image of like an example of a jump scare was the red demon guy in Insidious behind that behind Patrick Wilson, yeah. and that's the exact thing that we were like, no, that's not a jump scare, arguing okay. about. Okay. So, so, but for Harisha's defense, he has not seen Insidious. Right. I so, don't remember this debate at all. I, you don't remember. No. This? <laughs> yeah. I don't know well, what we were talking so, about. You brought that up in the episode, and then um, oh. I. No, not you. Oh. I did. Uh, she brought up the, the insidious thing in the episode, and, like, my response was, uh, I, I, I don't know why, but I was just, I hadn't seen the movie, and I didn't know what you were talking <laughs> you about. You hadn't seen the movie, but you had a very strong <laughs> Which is, because I was drunk, yeah. I was like, okay, well, I don't think that's a jump scare then. <laughs> um, but uh, I did watch that scene, like, after you texted us about that. I, I watched that scene, and it is a jump scare, but it does the whole music like really Build loud music and and, and so um <laughs> what I will say is it is a jump scare it's that's it's not really any better than any other jump scares because like the way they do it in that movie is it cuts to the woman telling the story it cuts to him, um Patrick Wilson's face it cuts back to her and then it cuts to Patrick Wilson and the demons behind her and but like the woman was looking at him the whole time so, like, the demon face appeared when when the camera cut back, and then she starts screaming. <laughs> so, like, when did the demon appear? Like, yeah. You know? So, like, it's it's also just unrealistic, and all the music pops up. If Can you imagine you're just staring at somebody, and then all of a sudden it's like, boop. Right. <laughs> it's like a demon right. face. That's exactly what happened. It's just, boop. Um, <laughs> That's what sound it makes, too. It makes a boop, boop, a boop, boop. I will say that it's it's bad to say that something is just lazy. Like I you can theoretically do a creative jump scare that mm-hmm. works well, um, but most of the time I believe that they are used in a way that is just a quick way to achieve scare. Yeah, yeah. achieve scare. 
Molly My close personal friend Quinn Wright said this. Um, at Sundance? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> it was at Sundance about this movie we saw called Sweetheart. Um, that he really likes, in monster movies specifically, I think is what we were talking about, but it also talked about jump scares. Um, when a scare is earned, rather than just to scare the audience. Mm-hmm. So there's the scene where, like, a bird flies out of, like, a log, and it's scary because it happens all of a sudden, and there's a loud noise, and, like, you jump a little bit because you're scared. But there's also a scene where, like, you're startled by, like, an image of the monster that mm-hmm. you're, like, is the main focus of the movie. And how, um, he really appreciated the second part more because it's about, like, earning fear of that monster. Yeah. And I, I think that's something I agree with. But on the other hand, I also um, appreciate what this, like, not, like, the, like, fake-out scares kind of yeah. do. I love fake-out scares. It, um, it creates, like, the tone of being afraid. Yeah. Which is important for a movie. Like, I, I do say, I, like, I think I value, um, genuine scares more, but I think fake-out scares also have their purpose. Yeah. I think you and I both stand on kind of the same side of that argument, where it's just, like, if, if it gets you, it gets you, and it's like, oh, and now I'm gonna look at the corner of the screen for the next ten minutes, because I'm scared, but there's, there's some that are, that deserve more credit than others, but, like, I think if, like, you're gonna have fun with it, like, you have fun with it, you know? Just don't depend on something like that. Like, your movie should have those in just for some extra fun, not for, this is the only thing that's gonna scare my audience. Like, right. you should actually have more deep emotional meaning, or, like, scaring, you know? Yeah, I'm still on the I hate jumpstart. I jumpstart, yeah. jumpstart. I, I, I hate jumpstart. Fuck you, VH1. <laughs> or our jumpstart, a uh, love story. What about 22 like, jumpstart? <laughs> 22 <laughs> jumpstart. Um, no, I, I'm still on team. I don't like jump scares, but I also, I mean, it's part of the genre, yeah. and it's kind of just like whatever. It's my least favorite part of horror movies. But I, I, I'm more of like, I know people will be mad if they're not in there. It's yeah. more of like, I personally wouldn't even notice if there wasn't a jump scare in a movie. Right. Um, but also I feel like that's just kind of like what happens. You're supposed to throw them in there, but I also don't enjoy them. I, I also want to go back to, we said it was lazy, it was lazy writing. Yeah. And I do want to support that with... How do you write a jump scare on the page to make it a good um, writing? Right. Sam? Um, yeah, uh, you just like, say... Oh, she, they open the door and the monster is behind the door. Yeah, that's literally how you write yeah, it. How is then, that, but how is that good writing? Yeah, I guess that, I guess at that that's point... That's my argument. I guess at that point it's like you write that and you're trusting that whoever's directing it's going to like build it correctly. Yeah, it's, the, the work is all in the... Like the set, the director, the yeah, whoever's because you doing can't the jump. write exactly how you're, you the music you, director yeah. person because writing exactly how you're gonna see it is bad writing because you can't direct. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like we were arguing that it was bad writing, and then you were arguing that it was good writing. But I was like, <laughs> on the actual page itself, <laughs> how bad. could it be good writing? I guess <laughs> that was my only hangup, and I got <laughs> real mad listening to the episode. I guess it's, it's neutral writing because you you just you just have to write basically insert. They're right. gonna yeah, open they're this, gonna this do it. here. Like this is gonna happen, and so like then you're just it's just trusting. Yeah. It's like a good happen. a good jump scare all, is solely depending on the production yeah. of it and not the writing of it. And yeah. that was just the point that I wanted to stick up for. <laughs> <laughs> That's whether a good point. You, whether you like them or not, they're not written well because it's impossible. <laughs> As I said, I don't remember any of this discussion. But yeah, I think you make a great point. <laughs> For me, the most annoying thing, the thing I hate the most about jump scares is when the music 
is what causes you to jump. Oh, or, okay. Yeah. Like, if it's a sound effect that makes sense, like a bird flying out, if it's, like, loud sounds of wings beating, that is fine with me. But if it's, like... Or, like, the the one in Halloween where it's the dog barking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think, is there... Yeah, there's or a dog. Or is the dog dead? No, it barks at you for a minute there. <laughs> but then it's... There's <laughs> a jump scare with a dog, and I don't remember how it happens. I kind of think that it's barking. It does, and then he murders it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't like, if if you can watch a horror movie on mute and it still gets you, gets you then I think that's oh, better. That's a crazy take, because for me, music is very vital mm-hmm. in horror. Like, it's like, it's, horror to me is such a sensory experience. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, ideally, you'd want the music, yeah. but I think, like, if a jump scare... Um, the I see where you're usually what jump scares use is the music to startle the person, startle the viewer, yeah. and that's what annoys me the most. And if I were to watch that scene on mute and it still scared me, I think I would have a better opinion of that scene. Mm. I am um, you know? actually, yeah. Um, so like kind of a like dichotomous thought here. I actually jump scares are the thing about horror movies that scare me the most because I'm very anxious. Mm-hmm. Um. So something I used to do, and uh, I still do it sometimes, um, if I'm watching a movie just kind of by my, I don't do it for these, because, like, what's the fun in that, but um, I'll go and look up a movie I'm watching, and I'll, like, there's this, like, website called Where's the Jump, and it'll tell you oh. all the jump scares, and they'll have videos. So I'll start out by watching it with no volume, and I'll do a little <laughs> bit of volume, and then I'll go full volume for the third round, so I'm kind of, like, desensitized, so I know it's coming. Yeah. You know? Um... But yeah, I don't know. So sound is very much a part of it for me, where if it's, like, a... Like, even if, even if you say my name too loud, I'll jump. It's, like, pretty bad, but... Um. I jumped at work yesterday just because I turned a corner and there was someone walking. <laughs> and I went, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then I was embarrassed because that's really dumb. <laughs> that's crazy that you can, like, desensitize yourself to jump scares because for me it's the opposite. If I know what's coming, I'm, like I said, my eyes are in the corner of the screen and I'm like, all right, we're just going to let this jump scare happen <laughs> and I'm not going to watch it. Even if I've seen it a hundred times, I'm like, shit, this fucking jump scare, I'm going to have to watch it again. So, like, I cannot do that. They're the thing that get me the most, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's something, like, I do appreciate them, because mm-hmm. I'm starting to get more into horror movies, but, um, terrify me. Starting to get more into horror movies, she says on her horror podcast. <laughs> yeah, I used to hate horror. I used to not I watch them. I do, too. I do, too. I yeah. didn't start watching them until I took that class on them. Wow. I want to take that next semester. It was really to. cool. It made me like horror movies. Amazing. Thanks, so, OSU. Because I just learned what they were doing. I was like, yeah, I'm into that. Cool. But, so, I... I just forgot the term of what I was just about to talk about. <laughs> was it? Well, never mind. <laughs> so, so I was going to talk about how, like, um, horror, I mean, there's, like, all movies have provided, like, a bodily response, mm-hmm. and it's, like, rom-coms make you, like, drama makes you cry, comedies make you laugh. Horror movies are supposed to make you scared and jump, and I don't remember what the term for that was. And I was going to talk about it, but I don't remember, so. Body, body genre? It's just body genre. Body gen- <laughs> I said bodily, ghost. I guess I was close. Thanks, <laughs> thanks to the ghost that went to Sundance. <laughs> um, yeah, body, horror, uh, horror's a body genre, and in that instance, it's part of the genre to throw in jump scares because it provides a very big bodily response and that's kind right. of just part of the genre yeah that makes We're, sense and i don't i still don't like them but right i know that they gotta be in there um so ranking uh villains villains ranking villains for our morning after um we've got bagul 
Pamela Voorhees, Terry, and other mother. Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put Bagul on the... That's hard. I think I tied other mother and Bagul under Mrs. Voorhees for some reason, but I'm going to tie... I'm going to put other mother slightly above Bagul and Mrs. Voorhees under for this one. Okay. Because I'm not... I don't fear Bagul because I... Uh, can't kick his ass, but I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry about that. But that being said, um, they did make a sinister too, and I know we've changed our we've changed. Well, our, I mean, yeah, we changed our rankings. So like, and I haven't seen Sinister Two, and our whole thing is like, would we want to watch something again? It's like I kind of want to see Sinister Two, but I heard it sucks, so I didn't watch it. But that's like another expanse into his universe. Yeah, for me, it's like I think Bagul is more interesting as a villain than the other mother. Yeah, and all the other ones. So I, I would put Bagul at my top. Um, what about you? Um, I think we live in such an image-driven society, so it's, like, something that taps into a lot of real fears. Yeah. That we can have that something can, like, live in the images that we consume. Um, but I'm an other mother slut, so I'm gonna <laughs> go other mother, Bagul, Pamela Voorhees, and then Terry, in terms of interest. Right. I still have only seen <laughs> Sister and Coraline, but I, um... I think I said I put other mother above Bagul because I think I gave her like that she has more power, but I think I'm going to switch it because the more I think about it, I'm going to put, I'm going to rank evil more than power in in terms of a villain and Mr. Boogie (laughs) (laughs) um, is way more evil than other mother because I, she just kidnaps the kid. And he kidnaps the kid, but also makes them murder their family first, and that's right. like way more evil and unnecessary. <laughs> so I'm, I think I'm gonna bump him before. But that being said, would I watch Coraline two? Yes. Would I watch Sinister two? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, unless you said it was bad, so maybe. Because <laughs> that goes into my other strength is watching horrible movies. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so if we're gonna re-rank our re-rank the film, what do we do for the film film reels? Yes, film reels. Um I do not remember my ranking. Um but either. I give Sinister like six. Well no, I'm gonna give it six. Uh, <laughs> now I'm like debating in my head. I'm gonna give it six point five because I was debating between six and seven because I no, you know what? I'm gonna give it a seven. Alright, there we go. I'm landing at seven film reels because I just genuinely like this movie. It scares me because it has things to do with children, and children scare the hell out of me. I think it has its flaws, but it also has Ethan Hawke, and I fucking love Ethan Hawke. So, (laughs) I love him. Would you fuck him? Yes, hands down. Um, Based on his aura alone? Absolutely. His aura alone, yes, I would. Um, If you follow me on Twitter, you've seen me uh, discuss this. But, yeah, so, I don't know. I just think it's great because of that. Uh, I I would also probably rank it a seven. I think that was probably what I gave it. I might even go like seven and a half. Yeah. I I really like this movie. I think it's an interesting concept, and it um, it like, it just works well. I mean, it's yeah. It's it's not like a great great movie, you know. So, but it's interesting, and it, like, hits the beats well, so it, like, does what it needs to do, so I'd give it, like, a seven and a half, maybe an eight. Eight. I'll just say eight. Eight film reels. 
Um, I give it six reels and five frames. <laughs> um, mostly, I think I rated it higher when I saw it, but um, mostly because I've seen so many movies since then, and this one kind of has been forgettable to me. Mm-hmm. So, but Ethan yeah. Hawke's in it. Yeah, but like you know, like watching it is really interesting. Like I definitely think that you like if you're a horror fan, you should watch it because it's a good movie. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad movie at all. I just um, personally, it like hasn't stuck with me. Yeah. I think I rated it a 7, and I think I was trying to be nice. <laughs> I think I'm dropping down to a 5. Nice! Because I think it's one of the more, like, scarier and creepier movies that I've watched, but there have there are the other ones that I've seen I think are better films, like The Bubba Duke, and mainly it's the one that keeps popping in my head. Yeah. Right. I, I would recommend The Bubba Duke before Sinister, and even though they're, like, different movies... Yeah, I, but they're both. In my head, children. they're connected. If yeah. you couldn't tell by <laughs> my ramblings in the podcast. <laughs> but, um, and I don't know. I just, if you like good, if you like good horror, I feel like it's a good recommendation. But I just, I don't know. I just five. Right. I mean, five's not bad. No, it's like, it's good. I got five on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm. The Us, mm-hmm. I I don't know if I can handle that movie. I'll I still watch it, but wait. it's going to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, Alright, so yeah. Um, I would say um, stay tuned. Well, actually, if you haven't listened to it, listen to our Pony Pool episode, which is already out. Um, yeah. Be sure to check out One Star. Yeah. Uh, a Bad Movie Podcast starring me, uh, Wall and Quinn, who is also <laughs> on another episode. And, uh, Look out for an episode featuring Molly, yeah. where I get to talk about one of my least favorite movies, Sucker Punch. <laughs> yeah, definitely check them out. Want yeah. Anything else? Um, no, just one star movie. Shout out yourself. your Twitter. Oh yeah, well I guess I could. My uh, Twitter is at Molly Turnup. M O L I. Turnup. Not turnip. Turn not, up. not turnip. It's a very common misconception. <laughs> Turn up like when you party at night. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Cool. Yep. Cool, but cool. Let's go to school. <laughs> <laughs> End there. <laughs>